0: we had this topic of discussion if you looked at Michelle Obama's face anytime she sat beside uh barack obama it looked like she was sneering at him frowning at him <laughs> yeah. or whatever but especially
1: the, look, if there's another female on the side they the side doing that one. <laughs> yeah so just,
0: beyonce they've done it to beyonce you know uh looking at jay-z or looking i mean these are things that you could she could just been looking over his shoulder. he got probably even showed her what was uh in his phone but it looks like she's peering over his shoulder and looking to into his phone so yes of course if they shot Anthony Davis on looking LeBron James, it could have been a very bad moment where he's just looking, but his face doesn't know what to do. So at the end of the day, they're saying, okay, he's tight. He's jealous. I don't know. But the topic of discussion is there is a such thing as hidden jealousy, especially when it comes from family members, especially when it comes from people that you are close to. So this is Reflection Thursdays. We're going talk about how you deal with it, how you recognize it. And um, if you've ever been in that situation, what you did to kind of redirect yourself and say, you know what, this person deserves this, or, you know, what they eat don't make me shit, Right. whatever the situation is. But first, we're going to talk about how you recognize it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, one of the things I put on the table is excessive joking. You have to watch excessive joking, because I could be somebody's nature, of course, like that. right, right. Excessive right. ribbing. But when you... When you hear somebody like, oh, you think you the shit. Ah, yeah, bro, got this new car. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Dang, you got to go everywhere now, huh? Mm-hmm. You always rolling, you know what I'm saying? So um, how do you take that? Do you take that on the chin or do you kind of look to the <laughs> side and recognize like, oh, bro, might be hating a little bit?
2: Yeah, um, it's definitely levels. For me, uh, things will have to be almost to the point of an absolute before I jump off the porch and I'm like, this is this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because so many people have so many thoughts and things that they're going through in life that are not personal to us, but we feel like it's happening to us. So for me, I pay attention to the whole spectrum, like the people who aren't happy on my best days. You know what I mean? The people who, like you were saying, have the backhanded compliments the Don't people clap who when are, you win. Are passive aggressive with you? The people who treat you differently than everybody else, right? Right? You know what I mean. That's usually when I start getting to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm jealous, or we we got a you got an issue with me. So for me, I'm I'm everything is is aura energy based. You dig? So I gotta be yo, feel your vibe. So I like to get around people and not even speak to them you know you know most communication is nonverbal, right. so we're already connecting if you got an issue with me on that level you know what i mean i'm going to feel it it's going to feel off sure you know what i mean and then um a thing i do to combat it is i'm just always myself mm-hmm. so you're going to know i'm going to know if you if you fuck with me if you like this part if you like how i talk how i eat How what i watch my views my theories you know what i mean things of that nature so i'm constantly showing you how you feel about me that next step is for them so a lot of times I just have to take myself out of the equation. You know what I mean? Right, I don't right, right. try to get to the bottom of things and ask you, like, well, is there an issue you feel away? I create distance. that I let them feel my absence. So in that minute, we're going to know, you dig? If your life is just drastically improved, you're happier since I've been away. That's mm-hmm. that, That's not random. You dig what I'm saying? But if shit in your life is starting to fall apart and nothing else seems like it's going right, you can't find the answers and solutions. There's a reason for that. Right. So a lot of times what we're looking at as jealousy, you know what I mean, is more so just, God, it's pity, it's, it's it's sad, you know what I mean? They need you more than they hate you. So they do dislike you. Right. They do have a disconnect. They are bitter. But the things that you provide, they have to try to disguise them. Like, those is one of the things, the hardest things to see is, like, how someone feels about you or what they're thinking about you. Like, it's so hard to tell because there's so many things happening, you know what I mean? So, one, you got to give grace. You got to give a time period to actually see if this is what's happening. Versus that one time they do something, all oh, this motherfucker jealous of me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, nah, it it could have been anything. You know I what mean, I
0: mean? Overextending Grace a lot. I mean, because we're hearing that Grace. Yeah, we're but we that have word to. Grace. we have to
2: because there is no grace because we lack grace most things are lived through ego or fear or obligation you know what i mean or misunderstanding there's very few things that we're doing intentionally in the world anymore a lot of shit is just a reaction you know what i mean this worked for my grandfather so i'm doing it this didn't work in my last relationship so i'm never doing it again like everything's a reaction nothing is you i'm doing this for this person i'm doing this for education i'm doing this for growth you dig so we need more grace than ever, but I think we got to give ourselves grace. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. If I have to be around somebody I constantly have anxiety and have to overthink about, that. that's my answer in itself. Right. And I'm not saying you're a bad person. I'm not saying that you couldn't be happy over here with this group. I'm saying me and you do not work. Right. So anything we do after that point of understanding is not going to work. It doesn't matter what we do. We can do something simple. It's not going to work. You dig? So now my grace is saying, I do want this and I could appreciate and acknowledge this person, but I have to step back.
0: So, so <laughs> let, let, let's, let me ask you this. How much grace do we give when they say there's no excuses, just choices? And let me let, hear me out when I say that. There's no excuses, just choices. So the go-to answer for people who are like, oh, if your life ain't the way that you want it to go, you're making a choice. A lot of things present themselves as a good idea. Right. A lot of people present themselves as good people. Right. Until you learn later down the road, you be, you ever walk down the street and you be like, I'm not walking down the right street. You, it feels like you're walking yeah. down the right street. But then you get about a mile down the road, you be like, I don't think I'm going well, in the right direction. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? But you made the choice to walk down this right. street. It looked good. It felt good. But then you're like, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. So people are always saying... There's no excuses, just choices. You have to give grace and be like, man, I thought this was a good choice. You know what I'm saying? Right. So naturally, when you made the better choice, it's not that I don't want you to succeed in life. It's like, damn, I made a bad choice. Fuck. Yeah. Everything's going good for them right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I mean, you, you, do, do we get I grace? Love, for, and this, I love like, how
2: you put that because I, I see where you're coming from. So, so, so yeah. to finish
0: that out before you respond. Yeah. Is it really all about choices? Because some people Mm -hmm. can make the bad choice. Yeah,
2: it is all about choices. And then the example that you use, the part that you're giving grace to is not where you need grace. Grace comes at the end if truly you didn't know any better. But if you knew better, that's where you're saying now applause. There's no excuses. You knew. That's now the most important part. When you know better, you do better. That's where that Mm -hmm. comes from. That's
1: like, no, the first time you do it, it's a mistake. Second time it was an
2: option. Exactly. Course, so the grace is only in the first time. You know what I mean? And that's with anything. That's where you're saying is true. That's where people are overextending their grace. See, I don't live like that. And I tell people this, like, your second chance is the first chance. So don't come into this first chance treating it like there's a second chance coming. Treat this like this is the only opportunity you're going to get. That's my grace. That's my mercy. If I got an issue with you, I'm not just going to smack you. I'm going to talk to you. That's my grace. That's my mercy. Mm-hmm. Once you show me that doesn't work, that's gone. That's mm-hmm. off the table. Now I'm going to handle this however I see fit because I tried to handle it where it benefits both of us. Mm-hmm. That's my grace. You showed me don't do that. Bet I'm going to listen. Grace, again, I'm listening to you. I believe you. Don't move with you like this. So now in your grace, you don't get to complain about what comes next. That's what we were talking about the other day. If somebody smacks this person and they shoot them, you don't get to be mad at this motherfucker. If you don't want to get shot, don't be going around smacking people. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, now, now I give um I give the biblical story of uh the story of Cain and Abel. That was the first act of jealousy. So you know um it was ordained for Cain to be a farmer, and this is what was ordained to him. This was what was given his talent and his work and his hands to do. God given talent to be a farmer. All right, um a farmer of uh, tilling the ground. Right? Uh, it was. Abel's talent to be a sheep herder and to raise sheep and so of course in the Bible days you sacrifice you you sacrifice 10 percent or whatever it was you sacrificed your best to God to thank him for the blessing that he bestowed upon you so the story goes that on the same day they both made sacrifices of course um, Abel made a sacrifice to God and the sweet smell of the lamb you know fell on God's favor and he blessed that sacrifice uh cain of course put all of his vegetables and his harvest on the altar sacrifices to god and it was not favorable or pleasing to god this angered cain of course because we all seek the favor of of a higher being of a higher universe and um he ended up killing his brother you know what i'm saying there was just so many holes in that story and, and you know me i was never one or afraid to question what yeah. I'm reading. I've never been, you know, people <laughs> would always say when I was growing older, like, why would you question that? I'm like, because it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, and let me digress for a second. There's another story called, uh, in the Bible, about Elijah, right? It was an old man. He was an old man in his time. And so the kids said, you know, go up, down, ball head, just making fun of him or doing mm-hmm. shit the kids do. Elijah looks up to the heaven and is like, you know, God cursed him. A bear comes out and mauls the kids to death. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, where's where's really the justice in that? You exactly. know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, you it's know, really these kids. These are, these are <laughs> kids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you you walk, I'm an old head. You know, I'm on the court. Come on, old head. I'm like, what am I going to get mad at? I'm old. You know what I'm saying? But going back, that's what I couldn't understand about the story of Cain and Abel is because, okay, you guys, you gave me these talents. You gave this to me so... Why is it that you're favoring this guy over me? So naturally, he fell into a fit of rage. And of course, you know, uh, this is why I say jealousy is cruel, cruel in the grave is because the act of jealousy can lead to up to murder. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, but again, going back to its natural state, it's like there are talents that LeBron has that 80 doesn't have. Right. There are talents that Michael Mike Tyson, how the cards fell for him, made him. the the knockout king that he was you know what I'm saying Um, if you hear Mike Mike Tyson's story how cruel life was for him how he was bullied he fought because he was scared but you know what I'm saying by the time you embellish uh, embody all these talents the world only sees it as, oh my god how are they have this superhuman strength how do they have this that and the other but you don't know what it took for that person to display these talents it took
2: everybody criticizing them
0: yeah, so so they go hand in hand about, with each other. Let's talk about the unfairity of life. You know what I'm saying? We yeah. would have loved to be born as uh, one of Sean Combs' kids, but we weren't. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: know what
0: I'm saying? So how do we deal with that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That life is uneven. I'm be graphic for a second. If we all had our choice, and I, I talked to men, if we all had our choice, you know what I'm saying? Uh, before we got to this world, we would all have 12 inch penises. I mean, this is what it would be. I mean, let's let's keep it a buck fifty. Yes, um, this would, we would all but. We're not all created the same So yeah. how do we deal with accepting who we are as people And to say just because you're blessed in this area I don't have to be mad at you for that
2: You gotta accept that maybe you can't handle what you think you want Because I would agree Probably not all men but most They would want that But the truth of the matter is Most couldn't handle that type of lifestyle <laughs> They couldn't <laughs> handle dealing with having you know that, that type of attention Those type of expectations yeah. from somebody You yeah. dig what I'm saying? They couldn't help dealing with the friends who aren't as blessed, who now that jealousy is getting created from that. Just that yeah. one aspect that they feel like your life must be better because you have this. That's what's fucking people up. You dig what I'm saying? That That's where it is. You're trying to imagine a better life for themselves and compare it to yours to feel better about the life that you're living because the life you live in ain't the one you want. But who's to say he wants his life? Who's to say he's happy? He may seem happy, and that's what all the photos capture. They capture a moment in a lifetime. You dig what I'm saying? So with the AD thing, like, again, devil's advocate. Like, this is the part where I say we need grace in life. AD needs grace. For one, I didn't like the post because they're not friends. They play for the same team. They're colleagues. They're They're not friends. So let's squash that. You dig what I'm saying? And a lot of people are celebrating other people through the fear—the fear of being an outcast, yeah. the fear of not oh, being a part of yeah. the winning team. You dig <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Ad's point of view, it could have been Brian. It couldn't. How I looked at it, I felt like they were losing the fucking game. Like, <laughs> what am I celebrating? <laughs> yeah. That's his points. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's on the Raptors, not me. Like, uh, the thing we're doing okay. together, we're losing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just came back from being hurt.
2: I've been playing
0: good, yeah. and we're still losing. I said that the entire game. I said, y'all please feed LeBron James. He's 36 points so y'all can get back to the business of winning. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is like before they were trying to play as a team, but everybody was focused on, you yeah. know, LeBron. So I'm like, go ahead and feed this man. His points. But it could
2: be beef, too. Look at the Kevin Durant right. situation in Westbrook when KD won his first MVP in OKC. Yeah. That was the first viral picture. Westbrook looked pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Look at when Curry won his MVP. Clay yeah. looked pissed. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Clay was supposed to be the man there when right. Curry was fucked up his ankle. But then he just came back who we know him to be now. Like, he is the man. We don't have to question that no more. Right. Brian dealt with this in Miami with D-Wade. They try to turn them two against each other. Right they had to get on the boat to show y'all we're really friends. We we know each other's children like <laughs> So, so
0: let's, let's go back to sh- sibling rivalry. Yeah. Let's 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 start from the root. I don't care how people try to dress it up. I don't care how people try to sugarcoat it. There is always a favorite child. Absolutely. In multiple in, in if you have multiple children, there's a favorite child. There's a child that you favor and every but I used to choose to say, "I love each one of my kids different." Yeah, is that is that is that is that just Bible? That's is that no is that that, two things can be true. (laughs) (laughs) Because
2: I got I'm I'm the I used to be that way, but my kids never knew which was the favorite. But that's just those are that's the trauma, that's the hurt we have to grow out of because we're doing all that out of a reaction. You know what I mean? We have this mindset based on something that happened to us that we just have not lived with. We haven't accepted as this is my truth. It's an embarrassing truth. You know what I mean? I might not want to celebrate my brother, my sibling. It's an embarrassing truth. You know what I mean? But also, there's a higher responsibility to being an older sibling that a younger sibling doesn't understand. And sometimes I'm being so hard on you because these motherfuckers out here are going to treat you the same way. I'm preparing you for what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes the sibling resents them because they didn't give them all them lessons. Damn, you ain't teach me how to fight. You ain't teach me how to get girls. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're lame. and you're So it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. You know yeah. what I mean? But to me... There is no version of a perfect sibling. At least we haven't figured it out. And I think, too, that's something that's affecting our relationships. Like, I don't have a relationship with my siblings. You know what I mean? I don't like them, but I love them. (laughs) You dig? Like, we've always been on the front line for each other, but we probably don't... They don't know any more about me than my friends know. You know what I mean? So... And I think that was the pressure of all of us that, you know, you got to be these close siblings because when they grew up, they needed that. Y'all had 20 kids for a reason. Mm -hmm. Y'all siblings was that tight for a reason. You know what I mean? We have friendships now. We have different things going on. So, again, two things can be true. And I think my siblings took that as you always over here. You getting to know them. So you don't care about us over here. They just relate to me more. They talk like me. We watch this. They don't make fun of me for watching cartoons and shit. Why would I want to be around you? They don't get jealous of me. They don't take my things. You know what I mean? They don't terrorize me. I think sometimes siblings, that's the family aspect. Like, I can treat you however because we blood. Like, no. I still want to be treated with respect. Move like my sibling. I'll call you my sibling. But we not siblings because we got the same grandma and same mom and shit. That don't mean (laughs) nothing to me. (laughs) Respectfully. Like, my
1: sister, we had to grow out of that everything's a competition phase. Mm. You know? So growing up, like I started sports before her. So going into high school, she didn't start softball until high school. Where I, she's older than me too. Mm, so I'd already older, been playing. I'd already been playing soccer. So then, like once we're in school and stuff like that. It was to the point where, like, one, the jealousy was from the competition of who's better in sports or who's going to get on this team, you know, stuff like that. But then also the jealousy in the friend groups. And Mm -hmm. now she's older than me, but I'm friends with people that are uh, upperclassmen or a senior. I'm friends with this group that she's not friends with, but she's only a freshman, like, you know so um but then once she moved away to college and everything and like kind of also with age obviously too but distance we just realized everything's not a competition like we can have the same friends and not fight all the time like it's, we don't hate each other it, there ain't anything there like no actual beef nothing like legitimately
0: has happened we just couldn't stand each other we couldn't be around each other that's that's the one thing that uh venus has admitted is is it's like they're both great tennis tennis players. Oh, God. good morning, Queen. They're both they're both great tennis players. But Serena just had this star quality about her. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't even go to say that Serena's the better athlete. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. it has to be hard that you're the first. I mean, as as, as as Melanie said, Venus was first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? First in everything. And yeah. here's Serena just worked hard worked her ass off yeah to get to grab that shine Serena's
2: the better celebrity she's the better she's superstar better celebrity, yeah. i would agree uh venus is definitely the better athlete but i think serena is the better tennis player too she plays the game outside the game mm. but the epitome of bringing them up the funny thing is is they have two whole other siblings that the world <laughs> has just fucking <laughs> forgot about
0: well, why? We, why would it's we not? I'm gonna be cruel here. Why would we? What? What? What, what would we? Because this is the thing is that, especially bred here in the United States, yeah. you have to be the best or nothing. America has rejected so many silver medals because yeah. we did not come in for gold. So this is the culture that we create. Yeah. If you ain't the best, you ain't shit.
2: But they were the best in their household and academics. Serena Venus was just the best athlete. So, again, America, we complain about the fact that we're pushing all these sports. But look at what we care about. (laughs) We care about sports more than academics. And it it shows in the movie, uh, King Richard. Amazing. Yeah, amazing. Will Smith did amazing. But the older two sisters, they were always studying. They were always. I think they even was going to school and shit like full rides. Like, they were academically up there. But even the dad knew. And when he told them, like, tennis is the way. Like, where I'm trying to go. Tennis is the way. So nowadays, you get both sides. That's the beauty of parenting. You got people who are like, man, look at what you did with Venus and Serena. And then you got the other ones like, you, you pretty much was a deadbeat to your other two kids. What about them?
0: Right, right. We don't hear about them.
2: <laughs> where they at? We don't see them. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, again, we don't know their dynamic. I did the same thing where I had to humble myself with Will Smith. Because most people didn't know about Trey Smith. Yeah. And they didn't know why. And they thought Will was hiding him. Or Will didn't believe in him or he didn't love him. Right. Like, But then when you read his book, it's because him and the mom, the oldest you know, shit we deal with behind oh, closed his doors, his first, his first son, the yeah, oldest, yeah. 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 it was him and the mom. And the mom told him, I'm keeping him away from this celebrity life. And she didn't want him around Jada. You dig what I'm yeah. saying? So again, now to the public, we're just like, oh, Will hates this kid, but we don't know what's going on behind right. closed, and doors. And closed doors. And nowadays, the, both of them are active, open, like they're repairing the relationship. And Will said a part of it was me too. Right. I should have did more. But he was like, I was young, I had this perfect family and kids I fought, so it was easy not to be around. He says, I regret not being around, you know what I mean? So maybe that's what, you know, Venus and Serena's dad's going through, maybe not. But at the end of the day, like, it's hard to be great in a family when the whole family's not inclusive, you know what I mean? It's hard to be the youngest when you're a prodigy, like, I'm the youngest, they did not accept me for that, because I didn't move like the youngest, I didn't act like a younger brother. I just was me all the all the time, you dig? And I did, I couldn't be around someone who didn't accept me for me. So maybe they were bitter. Maybe they were jealous. I don't know. But if I get any of them type of vibes, I have to step back. I have to remove myself from me, you dig?
0: But, 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 but why? Because that person really does love you. Yes. It's just the fact that, damn, why does mom always favor? Like, anytime there's a dispute between me and you... She always take your side. That's, that's what I that, but,
2: but it's Jonesy because they friend. validate you as a parent. They, you live as a child, the type of parenting they want to represent, the type of parent they are. The rebel kid does not because I'm intentionally going against everything you say. I don't even have no direction. I'm waiting for you to say left so I can go right. <laughs> like, <laughs> so well, you're, you don't want your friends to see that. You don't want to take me to the company picnic. I'm about to turn this motherfucker upside down. And I know that about myself. I've accepted that. See, that's where a lot of people's disconnect is. Uh-huh. They're acting away towards a person, but you don't get why they're responding to you the way they are. Right, right It's right. because of what you're doing. You know what I mean? So I was being that badass kid, and I wasn't questioning why y'all didn't take me nowhere. I knew why y'all didn't take me nowhere.
1: Yeah, I under, like I like <laughs> not get jealous that my sister got these opportunities and stuff. Like, I was just well, in you three want to fights last week. No, yeah. I was just in three fights last week, and I'm on punishment. I don't want to go out there acting like her she's praised and why her family's asking about her and this and that. She earned that.
3: She earned that. So it kind of like, you know, humbles you in a way because the way you are is because of what you learn off of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it does bring you to the point where you want to bring your ego down like, you're right, because I am here because I made sure I didn't do what you did or I made sure I did the opposite of what it was. So it's like part of the growth, just like with Eddie Murphy and Charlie Murphy. Oh. Like, a lot of people didn't really know about Charlie Murphy, but Eddie Murphy speaks about him all the time. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he actually grew from him. You feel mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, when you really start to pay attention, you'll start seeing them like, in the background, like with Aaliyah and her brother. You feel what I'm saying? Like, little stuff like that. So it's kind of like people who humble the fact that they actually grew from them and they start to protect and they still bring them along. And it's like yeah. they don't want to step on each other's toes and, like, I know this is your part that you're doing, you're doing it for a whole, and it's right. not your ego. So it's kind
0: of... You, you you were right on point. Let me read this excerpt. People who have a solid sense of their own value and who feel secure about themselves have the capacity to look at the world with greater objectivity. They can be more considerate and uh, thoughtful because they can get outside of themselves. People with a strong ego set Oh, I'm sorry, people with strong ego set up boundaries. Their sense of pride will not allow them to accept manipulative or hurtful behavior. Mm-hmm. We generally like to be around such types. Uh, their confidence, strength, and is contagious. Um, now I want to go into the people who have a weaker sense of uh, ego. So it says, people with weak ego do not have a secure sense of their worth or potential. They pay attention to the opinions of others. They might perceive anything as personal attack or affront. They need constant attention and validation from others to compensate for their disguise of this uh, fragility. Uh, they often assume uh, other people are arrogant and aggressive, and it goes on and on and on. So they're saying, as the queen says, no problem having an ego. Yeah. Do you have a weak ego, or do you have a strong right. ego? Because artists. Celebrities have an ego. They wouldn't be where they are. Everyone they, they, does, yeah. <laughs> but that strong ego is like, I'm not going to let you get over them. Right. I'm not going to let, you know what I'm saying? Right. So what is that? Is is that, because uh, I see people with strong egos, they do have a sense of narcissism. Hell of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a sense of entitlement. A sense of entitlement, you know what yeah. I mean? And, but I think,
2: so that's where we get into this whole scope to where we have to, changed the whole dynamic of our families the black family and i think our generation was put here for that purpose you know what i mean like i'm 34 i feel like we came into a situation i hear this all the time it makes me cringe but i hear so many women consider themselves like sister moms and shit So, what was fucking up with our generation was the parents were not being parents. So, a lot of older siblings felt like the parent, which eliminated any type of sibling dynamic. You dig what I'm saying? So, their ego, this was my older sister. Like, her ego was growing because she thought she was my mom Mm -hmm. because I didn't just have a mom. So, you feel like you got to fill that void. But really, I needed a sibling, too. I needed a sister. and You can't be both. And I never accepted her as that role. So, the ego kept growing like... I know I know everything. I can tell you what to do. I'm older. I went through this. And yeah, and that's why I know so well. Because I'm learning through experience. See, you just was learning. And I watched you bump your head. So I'm like, all right, I need to duck up there. You dig- That's why they don't get how the youngest is so on point. Because like she said, we're learning from y'all. Like, I'm watching what you have doing. I'm watching what they're doing. You dig what I'm saying? So y'all keep building this ego because y'all want to be authoritative position, you dig? You have to earn that. Like, oh, we talking about earning it. Can't nobody, give, can't nobody say, like, yeah, you're their parent now. No the fuck they not. Like, I have to respect them and want to listen to their way and their God, and that's having authority. And that's based on how you live your life. You dig?
0: Yeah, but there's, there's a, uh, it's not pushback, Tim, but here's, here's the thing. Uh-huh. The, the one who comes out first, there is a sense of restriction and responsibility that right. the younger one doesn't have. Right. So when you're more more liberated to learn that microchip that has been playing in you gives you a more sense of discovery. Like, oh, let me bump my head. And you learn better when you can bump your head. It seems like the youngest always gets the chance to bump their head. While well, that older person, you know better. Restrictive. Yeah. Da, da, da. So now you're training your mind to restrict everything. Yeah. So now there's a lot more regret because like, why does, you know, such and such. The same dynamic. Pooh is one. They're, they're, they're Irish twins. Mm-hmm. They're only 15 months apart. Right. But there's still an older factor there. She's two grades over her her younger. Well, he is his younger sister. So while they were coming up, why does Dickie get to go to the party? I mean, I had to wait. Right. But automatically, Diggy, of course, had the older uh, friends that were in the same peer group as Pooh. Right. You know, so, you know, Pooh would feel this thing like, damn, I have to wait. And uh, she gets automatically. What I have to wait for. So again, like I said, you're learning, mm-hmm. but then there's also so much handed to the baby yeah. that the older people don't get. It's hard
2: to say I'm it's like, handed.
0: It's not. It's not
2: handed because even in that sense, my siblings got way more than me, yeah. and that's just because that's just because my character. Yeah. Like I don't care about like human and worldly things. You know what I mean? Right. So I didn't go seeking for those things. But the point that you're making, like she cleared that up beautifully, and this is the point I'm making. The competition she was in with her sister, that's typically what the oldest is in with the parents. See, the youngest, we don't have that fight. That's, that's what separates us. It's not time. It's not age. It's the fact you're trying to prove something to them. And I'm not. I'm just living my life because I'm watching you trying to prove something to them. And I'm watching them not give a shit. (laughs) So I'm realizing that's not a fight. I need to fight. I don't have nothing to prove to anybody. And that's typically the dynamic with the Otis and the parents. That's why they usually leave the house so early. So again, now, you're affecting the sibling dynamic. I have more friends than not that were in that situation and the older sibling was running away from the parents and they left the house and left the younger sibling in the house with the parents that you were running away from so you think we about to be cool and you know what they was up to you gonna leave me behind and you gonna run and protect yourself but you my sibling right you my older you supposed to protect me so the time i needed you the most against our parents either they take the parents side or they just say f the whole family i'm done with all of y'all I ain't do nothing to you. Like, I thought we was cool. I shared a room with your ass. I thought we was buddies. You know what I mean? So, again, now the parents' decisions are affecting our ability to be siblings. It already put us in competition at birth. That favoritism, it already put us in competition at birth. Because now I'm playing out my beef with you, but our issue is really with them. But we can't challenge them. We can't go against them. We can't tell them what they're going to do in their house, where they pay the bills, and they govern. You dig what I'm saying? So the only thing to do is run away. But we don't realize we're running away from everybody. You're not running away from your parents and your problems. You, li- you left me behind, you dig? Yeah,
3: yeah, I- 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 Oh, yeah, no, go ahead. I want to You know, it leads to, like, where we should communicate. Because when we come to sit down, like, you know, the older sibling went through this. But it's like, since you went through that, I had to go through this. So, mm-hmm. it's like, even if I tried to do what you did, since you rebelled and stuff like that, they were so on my ass, I had a, I couldn't do it. You feel me? And if I did, True. I was on punishment probably ten times longer than what you were. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So, my mm-hmm. feedback hit different. So, it's mm-hmm. like, when I rebel, I got rebuilt. With, towards what you did and what I got to do because they already on my ass.
0: But but the, remember when my dad was in here, that was the thing. It's like, I paid for everything that he did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had to be in church seven days a week because yeah. she was like, oh, hell no. I'm not going to raise another yeah. Norman. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it
3: does the humble because it's like, in reality, we want to be like our older brother. or yeah. well, yeah. Myself, you know from, you know what I mean? So it's like, we are in competition because once again, it's a thin line between love and hate, right? You know what, okay. what I'm saying? So it's like I wanted to be where you at, but due to that, you feel like I'm getting everything. But in reality, I'm really not because yeah. they really just was learning with you, right. so you yeah. could have got by whatever. But they feel like they know shit with me, so I have to rebel that they don't know. You know what I mean? Okay, that's a different. And to I mean, me, the, the oldest and yeah, to me,
2: the oldest usually get privilege. Like I, I feel like. Not in most cases, but in my situation, me as a younger, I understood them. They didn't understand me. Uh Because the older sibling also has to understand, like, you're getting the parent when they're competent. The further that they age before they have me, I have an older parent than you have now. So when you was five and they was 35, they was different. When I'm five now, they 42. This is a whole different version of them. So I'm supposed to get a different parent. You dig what I'm saying? But that's where that competition is the devil. You're trying to compare our situations like they were aligned and they don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't even want all the things my older siblings wanted. So they was in the room like, "Why he get this and that?" Cuz y'all got all these nine things I didn't want. I'm getting this one thing. <laughs> and nobody else is getting it cuz I didn't say nothing when y'all was getting y'alls. Right, right, right. You dig? Yeah. So that started to split my family dynamic. It was just it was double standards. You know what I mean? It's okay over here, but now as soon as I do it, oh, he always get to do this. He, I'm like, I don't do nothing. Like, <laughs> he never in trouble. I was taking the car at 11. Like, I was always in trouble. Just the things that they did wore them out. So by the time they got to me, they didn't have a voice to yell. They was just like, whatever. Somebody showed up to the house, like, yeah, your son got in trouble. They're like, all right, send him in. You know what I mean? Like, they're so. And my sister's ran, brother ran them through the mud. <laughs> like,. They push the limits that your child can have with your parents. So by the time it got to me, I
0: realized that's why a lot
2: wasn't left over for me. You know what I mean? So
0: what's the difference between jealousy and resentment? Because a lot of that, my siblings, we all resent each other.
2: Yeah. We're not
0: jealous. I'm not jealous of my brother Alfonso. Seriously. I mean, he's a very blessed person. Uh, He does own Truth Nightlife and, and is living an extraordinary life. But not jealous one bit. Um, but we resent each other a lot, you know what I'm saying? For, um, you know, his, his grandmother spoiled the shit out of him. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, worked at the Hyatt regency for, you know, God knows how long and made sure that he was cared for based off of how he came into the world, right? Based off of how I came into the world. Okay. I look just like my dad. I'm a direct descendant of my father. You know what I'm saying? Got all of his talents and stuff like that. So... There's resentment there, you know what I'm saying? But there's always this back and forth. It's like, neither one of us are jealous of each other. It's just like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, you got this because of this. Oh, yeah. this is this is why you got the attention of this and the other. But is, is there a difference between resentment
2: I think they're and, closely jealousy? related, and I'll let y'all go. I think there, there's definitely a difference, but I think there's they're closely related, you know what I mean? And the root of what the issue is. And mm-hmm. this is why so much, I'm glad you said that earlier, you know what I mean? I love all the back and forth, but this is why we use the word grace so much. Because you have to give yourself grace. And when you gave your example, you know what I mean, as far as how you had to grow up, the question I ask people is, do you feel like that made you a better person or a worse person everything that you went through?
3: Because
2: mm. sometimes when we're looking at somebody else's life, it's because we're feeling away about ours. We're feeling like, well, I'd be a little bit further if they would have put that thousand dollars in. If they would have just sent me to art school, I'd be paying right now. Right. But if you really look at your life and everything that's happened to you, that put you where you are. So if you're happy about where you are, you don't resent what's happened to you. But if you resent what happened to you, I can't be happy for the next person, knowing you had that silver spoon. You had a, you a trust fund baby, knowing you had all of this. You had somebody loving you and hugging you and waking you up and reading you bedtime stories. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So that's, what's holding you back. It held me back as a parent for so long because the things I don't have, I give to my children. I didn't have, so in that moment of me giving it to him, oh, I wish I would. And I had to catch myself. Mm. It's bittersweet every single time. Like right, right, right. healing is not feeling better. Right. Healing is being right. able to move forward with your life knowing that you've been broken before and anticipating never being broken again. Not feeling like, oh, I'm about to slide back into this hurt. You That's healing. Yeah. But it's always going to sting. It always hurts. You know what I mean? Wow. So it's resentment. I, I resent my life. I resent how I grew up. I resent the fact that I can see this helps my child. And I had to be stuck with somebody who didn't feel enough to give this to me who didn't wasn't concerned and that's where the jealousy kicks in because i watched them give it to other people the same thing you were saying to your dad i watched you be this great person with everybody else and then it came down to give me my dues, and you i ain't got nothing else i'm i ain't shit where i put my walk, but you had it ready for them you had a check you had a cashier check you was ready for them right now you got to find your wallet with me and, yes. and get to the end when I realize you don't got nothing. Oh, it's because, you know, you got it figured out. You, you are. My mom used to say that to me my whole life. And it, it pissed me off every time I heard it. You dig still to this day. Because we don't have a good relationship because she doesn't give me grace and credit that I come through for her all the time. And she won't tell nobody else that. But when she get in the jam, she calling me. You dig? So she used to tell me, even when I was young, like, you're the child I don't have to worry about. Still pisses me off to this day. Because that's your excuse to not be there for me. That's your excuse to say, oh, you got it. You'll figure it out. You're pretty smart. You got it. We don't have to help you. You dig what I'm saying? And it's because I push back so much. She needs to be needed. So she likes to help people that's there, that gas her up, that tell her she's pretty. When I see nine niggas telling you pretty, I'm telling you ugly, flat. You got too much of that. (laughs) You got too much of that. You don't need ten pretties. So like you need some truth. You need some
0: balance. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: outside, yeah, you good. But let's look in. Let's look at that soul. Yeah, that, <laughs> I can find something really that ain't cool. pretty in there. You that, dig? Absolutely. But that's what you need. So to somebody, who's not getting that. They're gonna push back on me. Oh, he don't like me. He he better. But shit, I care about you the most. I gave you the truth. Right. These people told you what was safe to tell you. What was comfortable. What would get your favor. What would help them need you. You dig what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I want a real relationship. I want you to fuck with me because you fuck with me. Not because of what I can do for you. Man. Not because of how much I was there for you even. I want Because you want to. It's a choice. You know what I mean? So a lot of us are still battling our parents. The child and us. The same thing I, I seen going with you. I seen that because I go through that. That's why I can't talk to my parents all the time. Because the kid take the wheel. And he just start yelling at them. And then adult me is just like, okay, so what did we do? What did we prove? <laughs> what did this fix? See, you know what I mean? You gotta hold their head like we don't do. We can't do that no more. You know what I mean. You know what's a dynamic
0: that's confusing to me? A parent-child jealousy. Yeah, that's confusing yeah. because nine times out of ten, you provided this life mm-hmm. for this child. You know what I'm saying? Either you spoiled them or what have you. I've seen um, moms being jealous of a, a, a daughter father relationship. Mm-hmm. I've seen in in reverse. You know what I'm saying? Um, Explain now, how, how does a parent become jealous of their child?